All right, Derek, I've thought about the question you posed during our sunset hike last weekend, and I've decided to accept your proposition. I know it's unorthodox to take a week to respond to a marriage proposal, but you know I've never been one for rash decision-making, and I needed time, you know, to weigh all my options, and I appreciate your patience. Darling, please don't eat your pasta yet. I'm speaking to you, and you'll likely get marinara on your shirt, and then I won't be able to stand to look at you all disheveled, and then you'll probably try to clean your shirt off and get even more dirty, and then I'll lose my concentration, forget all of the points that I wanted to make, and I'll get frustrated, and perhaps even rethink my proposal acceptance, so just put your fork down and concentrate on listening. Thank you. Anyway, my first major point of acceptance is that marrying you seems like the right thing to do. Subpoint one, we're both in our mid-thirties, and especially for me as a woman, I'm rapidly approaching an age where men could begin to find me less sexually desirable. Subpoint two, we've been together for almost five years now, and marriage is the next logical step to our already long and committed relationship. Honey, let's order you a straw if you want to continue to drink the ice water straight from the glass. Your fingers are slipping when you grip down on the wet glass, and we both know that even if you somehow do successfully raise your glass to your face without spilling it, you're much more likely to get the ice down your shirt than actually in your mouth, which would cause you to jump out of your seat and try to get the ice cubes out of your shirt, and in doing so, you'd likely knock over our table or at least most of the items on it and cause a huge scene, and I'll lose all of my concentration and perhaps forget the reasons I'm accepting your proposal in the first place. So let me get you a straw before you attempt anything else. And meanwhile, please just continue to listen to me. Thank you. <sighs> My second major point of acceptance is that I am finally ready to settle down. Sub point one, I want to have a calmer life with total support from my husband, namely you in this scenario, and perhaps raise a family together. Sub point two, I've weighed all my options in terms of sunken costs versus opportunity costs, and I truly believe that it's better for me to stay with you and work on this relationship and this investment rather than expending energy elsewhere to seek other options. After much research, I don't think there are any better or more viable options with other people. I know numerically it's absolutely possible that those people exist. In fact, it's a statistical improbability that they wouldn't exist, but I'm no longer willing to invest the energy it might take to find them. Maybe in my younger, more beautiful years, I would have been willing to pursue other relationships, but I'm tired and no longer able to attract the caliber of mate I would need to persuade me to leave the comfort of our relationship. So you're the best I'm willing to work for right now, and I'm settled on settling with you. Oh, sweetheart, you're drooling again. Let me get you a bib so you don't get it on your clothing and then get really wet and think that you peed yourself again and begin stripping down in the middle of Puccini's before crawling up into fetal position and crying out of embarrassment. And I'll feel like your mother, not your girlfriend or fiance. And meanwhile, you'll completely forget that I'm agreeing to spend the rest of my life with you and I don't want you to overlook or forget all my well thought out points. Again, I need your full concentration, please. Thank you. <sighs> This last point is the most important. I've agreed to marry you because I believe I love you. Subpoint one, I usually enjoy your company and I feel I can talk to you about anything. Subpoint two, we are affectionate with each other and spend immense amounts of time together. And from everything I can glean from my research on popular culture and human nature, that's what people who are in love do. So I have come to the conclusion that I love you. I have several more detailed points in this outline here that I'd like to go over with you post-dinner though I would appreciate it if you would take a few moments to look it over right now and so that you can begin to think up any questions or topics of discussion that I may have overlooked. That would be great. Thank you, darling. Oh, Derek, you've gone and set your shirt cuff on fire again. 
That's gonna spread to the rest of your shirt and all over your body, and I will not tolerate a burned-looking fiancé. I'm settling enough with your looks as it is. I don't want to imagine what you'll look like if you're badly burned. So stop, drop, and roll, sweetheart. I'll pour this pitcher of water on you. Ugh, I really hope that there's not too much aesthetic damage done to your appearance because, honestly, that could force me to rethink my acceptance of your proposal altogether. Stop being on fire, sweetheart. Stop. It's another episode of Memoir. I know you're excited, friends. I know you missed me. I know it was a bit of a long break between the episodes, longer than the usual break, but for those of you who follow closely, friends, I had my mother in town, and uh, what I like to call Mompocalypse went down with my mom in town for about 10 days, which was really fun and really great in a lot of ways, but not in the getting out podcasts on time way. But you know what? We're back, and we're back on track, and we're back on schedule, and we're back streets back. All right. Every girl who is my age will get that reference, but all the guys won't, which brings us to the theme of this podcast, boys and girls. Lots of stories about boys and girls and the way we interact and all that fun jazz. Hey, I have a friend who does an amazing blog called Disney Does Dallas, so DisneyDoesDallas.blogspot.com, and she writes about boys and girls and her life interactions with boys, and she's a girl, and it's just about all that stuff. So if you're interested and you like sillies, go to Disney Does Dallas. Or you could go to femoir.com because there's a lot of sillies on that website as per usual. So that's all I got for right now, friends. Glad that we're back. Glad that you're listening. Glad that everything went according to God's plan. And uh, it's fun learning what that plan is as it happens. I don't even know what that means. But maybe a man does because their brain is so much bigger than ours. It's science, right? And just a blithering idiot. I'm going to stop rambling now. Sometimes I ramble and it gets somewhere, and sometimes I ramble and it doesn't. I think this is a case where rambling and it didn't get anywhere. So we'll just say, enjoy this episode of Femoir the Podcast Presents, Boys and Girls! There's a genuine epidemic in our world right now, and it needs to be stopped. Men everywhere I go are using the same awful voice for women. It sounds like this. The problem is, no woman actually sounds like that. Even Kim Kardashian, who is arguably the closest to sounding like that, doesn't actually sound like this. She just puts on that voice so that she can have a trademark beyond having a bunch of sex tapes, absolutely no talent, and a huge ass. This voice doesn't actually exist among women. Yet I hear it constantly as the voice that men use for women. Why? Why? Why, men, do you make women sound like this? How would you like it if we distorted the voice that we make for men all the time, making you guys sound like this? All men are gonna sound like this from now on every time a woman talks about a man. Because that's about 
how much you guys distort our voice. It's not very fun. Nobody likes it. And no conversation has actually sounded like, this is the woman talking to the man. This is the man talking to the woman. Can we all just agree that either you're going to make no voice for the opposite sex or you're going to make a really, really accurate impression because this generalization and this female voice are all getting way too far under my skin. You're really funny. And you're really beautiful. Aw. <laughs> Thanks. I'm Joe, by the way. Oh, right. Names. I'm Alyssa. Well, Alyssa, I'm very happy to meet you and glad we got to experience the crazy old lady on the train together. Yeah, me too. So you'll probably call your boyfriend and tell him all about all the crazy things we saw today, huh? I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, you don't? Interesting. Isn't it? Okay, listen, I know you probably get this all the time because you are really beautiful, but I'd like to take you out sometime. Maybe we could get a drink? Sure, I'd like that. Really? <laughs> really, here's my number. Wow, <laughs> thanks. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'll call you. I'll text you right now, actually, so you have my number too. Okay, that's fine. Whatever works. This is amazing. <laughs> I didn't think you would say yes. I mean... You're so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> no, really, like, why would you ever say yes to a guy like me? I'm, I mean, I'm average. What could I possibly offer a beautiful goddess like you? I'm no goddess. I don't know. I think you're funny. Then I promise when we go out, I will make you laugh so much. Seriously, your smile is amazing. I can't believe that you think I'm funny. Yeah, I did. I mean, I do. Whoa, already hinting at nuptials, are we? What? I do, too. I mean, I will do, too. When we get married, you betcha. God, you are so stunningly beautiful. I can't wait to see you in that white dress. Have I mentioned how gorgeous you are? You have, yes. Um, I think we may be getting off on the wrong foot here. I... Oh, speaking of, I bet even your feet are beautiful. Not that I've got some sort of fetish or anything. It's just that everything else about you is so gorgeous. I can't imagine how your feet wouldn't be the same. What? I'll take your shoes off, baby, after a long day of work and massage your gorgeous feet every day of your life if it means I get to have you near me every day of mine. You are beauty. Uh, you may have gotten the wrong impression. I don't... Hey, 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 we don't have to have kids right away. Nobody's in a hurry here. Whenever you're physically, financially, and emotionally ready, that's when we can bring a little brood into the world. I'm sure all of our daughters will be just as beautiful as their mother. Okay, this has officially gotten to be too much for me. I'm gonna go. I've already texted you about our plans for the weekend and what colors we should wear so that we coordinate. I love you. I would wait till the first date to say it, but, you know, what's the point? When you know, you know, and I know. I love you. Yeah, don't call me again. I'll see you Friday, baby. No, you Give me won't. a kiss. All right, we can, we can wait. That's fine. I love you too, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well played, Joe. Well played. Why are you so Dating is not fun. That's a fact. The same type of people who tell you to date a ton in your 20s are the type of people who pretend like the 1950s were fun for everybody. They forget all the shitty parts that you can hardly stand while you're the one living with them and just remember all the good parts and the fun parts and the silly parts that made for great stories around a table of loved ones later in life. Dating is not fun.
California banned, quote, conversion therapy for homosexual teenagers. Legislators found that when you put a bunch of repressed teenagers into a small space together and tell them exactly what they're not allowed to do, shockingly, it doesn't really work. Denmark was recently named the happiest country in the world, which simultaneously debunks the myth that getting lots of sun makes you happy. So take that, you sun worshippers who are always asking me, a very Danish and very pale person, if I've seen the light of day ever. I have. I just wear sunscreen. A 5'10", 220-pound New York City gym teacher is complaining that a six-year-old student assaulted him and sent him to therapy. The teacher will likely be rewarded for his bravery during the incident with the Wimpiest Teacher Ever Award. A new masturbation bar in Tokyo is dedicated to, quote, love and women. And despite its attempt to appeal to a female clientele, the most frequent visitors at the bar remain lonely, very creepy Japanese businessmen. Honey Boo Boo Child's family is getting a raise for their hit reality show. The family will likely spend all of their new money on food. Have you seen these people? They will spend it on food. They are huge. A 70-year-old Oregon farmer was eaten by his hogs when he went to feed them and accidentally fell into the trough. Carnivores around the world were encouraged to mourn the man by eating huge slices of juicy bacon in front of angry vegans. An American nun, Mother Marianne, officially became a saint in the eyes of the Catholic Church. She dedicated much of her life to caring for those with Hansen's disease. So to my friends and family who are listening to this, just continue to dedicate lots of your time, life, and energy to me, a person who's also suffering from a type of Hansen's disease because it's my name and I don't know what's wrong with me most of the time. You keep continuing to support me. You too could become a saint. Sesame Street executives are suing a costume company for making a very popular sexy Big Bird costume without their consent. And since regular money is of no use on Sesame Street, attorneys for the prosecution are said to be seeking reparations in the form of 10,000 really long, really uncomfortable hugs. And now we take a moment to look inside the inner workings of the male and female brain during a standard mating interaction between two ripe young specimens. Begin. The male brain! Whoa! Female across the pool. Blonde. Shiny hair. Big boob. Lots of legs. Small bikini. Me like. Gonna go talk to. Go now. Speak. Hey. The female brain! Oh my god, okay, play it cool. <laughs> this dude is totally hitting on you. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's just saying hi. He could just be the friendly guy at the pool saying hi. You don't know. Maybe he's gay and he just wants to say hi or something. Maybe he was sitting here before you and he just wants to spot that. God, Lucy, <laughs> you're always assuming everyone is hitting on you. Besides, you look like a beached whale right now in the swimsuit after eating almost an entire half of a burger for lunch. So there's no way any guy would actually be hitting on you right now. Just get over yourself. Say hi back, okay? But smile so at least he knows you're friendly so that if he is sitting on you, it works out. But if he's not, it's not just smile. Just say hi. Smile, smile right now. Say hi. Hi. The male brain. She smiled. Play game. Put female on lockdown. Legs. So The female brain. Okay, he's still talking, but nothing really specific yet. I don't know what to say here. He's like kind of smiling like a half smile thing. It's like a confident thing, 
maybe? Maybe that means he's interested? He feels confident about being interested? I don't know. I mean, he's kind of cute. I don't know. I've definitely dated cuter. Like, no doubt I've dated a whole lot cuter than that. But he's not bad. And he could be really funny or really sweet or something. Or, like, a really great dad. I mean, who knows? Oh, my God. You're already thinking of him as a dad. Oh, my God. Lucy, seriously, stop that. That's driving guys away. They can tell that you're thinking that. Like, he can read your mind right now. And this guy is, like, reading your mind. And he's, like, reading that you want him to be the father of your children. And he's going to go away. And this guy could not even like you like that. So, or maybe you could not like him like that. You don't even know yet. Just see what he wants, but stay friendly, okay? You never know. He could be the one. Wouldn't that be so funny to tell your grandkids? Like, Grandpa came up to Grandma when she was feeling like a total heifer from eating a huge lunch and not even looking that great at the pool. <laughs> oh, my God. Just smile again. You're already thinking of grandkids. Stop it. Get that out of your head, okay? It's fine that you want that, but you don't need to project that on other people, okay? Even if he just works here and he wants something and it's not you, you just keep that smile on so the other guys who might be interested can see that you're really friendly, even if this doesn't work out, so. Say something, say anything. I don't know. I'll just smile. Nothing. You? The male brain. She want me. Definitely. Boobs. Chillin'. Can I buy you a drink? The female brain. Okay, okay. We have confirmation here. He has some interest. I don't know him. I don't even know what his name is. So what do I even say? I mean, I guess I can't really get to know him if I don't at least give him a chance. So I guess I say yes. Yes, just say yes, no, but what if I don't like him? I wish you could just tell what he's thinking and exactly what he's like, because he's gotta be thinking like super complicated thoughts right now, and I can't know his thoughts if I don't at least get a drink with him, and I wanna know if it's gonna be worth my time to get a drink in the first place, let alone all the calories that I'm gonna consume in the drink. Ugh, oh, God, I don't even know if I'm in the mood to drink right now, but it's totally rude to say no to somebody, right? Especially if there's someone who seems kind of interested in you. I mean, it's just like polite to say yes. It can't hurt to say yes to somebody. It's just one drink. I mean, one drink. No big deal. It's not like you have to sleep with them as a thank you or something, even though you often do. Ugh. Don't think about that right now. That was the old you. This is the new you. Ugh. It's just so hard to commit to anything without knowing somebody. Might as well. It's fine, right? Say yes. Say yes. Okay, say yes. Just say yes. No, wait, wait, don't say yes. Say sure, because you don't want him to seem standoffish, but you also don't want him to seem desperate. So just say sure. Make it really cool. Smile. Say sure. Now say it. Go, go. Sure. The female brain. Fine. Fine. That was fine, right? Or was that like too casual? Like you don't care? Like you don't want to seem like you're a total bitch? Or maybe it's just the right amount of casual? There's such a thing as the right amount of casual, right? You gotta seem like you don't care even though you kind of care. Like that's totally a thing. Yeah, okay, that was good. You're fine. Just keep smiling. Just go with it. Just shut up and see what he says and just go with whatever he says. You just agree with whatever he says and then we can analyze whatever he said right after he says it. Cool. Cool. The male brain. Totally getting laid tonight. Big cleavage. And thus ends our moment inside the minds of male and female brains during a standard mating interaction. I hope you've all learned something from this. I know I have. I know she's supposed to be America's sweetheart, but I don't trust Taylor Swift. Every relationship and every interaction she seems to have, she seems to write really scathing songs about. I mean, after dating Jake Gyllenhaal for like three days or months or weeks or fortnights or however long it was, after that relationship, she went on to write the song, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, which is just this scathing thing 
straight up making fun of him. And it's super mean. If she's going to write a song that is that mean about someone that she dated for such a short period of time, I don't even want to accidentally run into her on the street. Like, if I'm standing behind her in a coffee shop and I seem like I'm in some sort of hurry, I'm afraid the next day or week or fortnight or whatever, there will be a single coming out by Taylor Swift all about me that's like... I tried to be nice while ordering my coffee, but there was this bitch standing impatiently behind me. Wait your turn, wait your turn, bitch. Wait your turn, wait your turn, bitch. Her name is Brianna, she lives in Los Angeles. If you see her, say wait your turn, wait your turn, bitch. And the music video would have some really pale and patient girl who looks exactly like me and like have my address listed at the bottom of it. I just... I'm terrified of her. Yeah, that is it. That's our episode of Boys and Girls. That's it. That's that's what we created. We meaning all my different personalities. And that's what we're sticking with for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, friends. As always, check out the website, femoir.com. And hey... If you don't already like us on Facebook, why am I still speaking in the plural us? Friends, if you don't already like Femoir on Facebook, I suggest you do ASAP because in a couple upcoming episodes, which are in the upcoming weeks, we're talking like two weeks from now, we're going to have an episode that's interactive based on Facebook likes, based on people who like on the Facebooks. So get on the website, femoir.com, click the little Facebook logo, and that'll take you there to the Facebooks where Femoir is, and then you click the little like. That's a lot of stuff to do. I know I'm asking a lot of you right now, but if you can find it in your heart, soul, and mind to just take a moment to do that, I would be a much appreciated. Much appreciated? Uh, I meant much obliged. I'd be quite obliged. I would be thankful to you, friend. That's what I would be, and I'm not sure how better to say it. But sometimes we just say things, and then we have to go with it. And especially if you're a girl, you just say things all the time. And, like, you just are a girl, and you're talking, and that's what you do, because girls talk. I'll stop now for all of our sakes. Until next episode, friends, thank you for listening. Bye. Not what? No, not that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Not what I said. Not what I meant. That's not what I said. But that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I said, I said it, but I didn't mean it. I didn't say it, but I didn't mean it. I want to try it again. Okay. All right. I'm gonna try this again. I don't like anything about that. I didn't like anything about that. I'm gonna go ahead and try it again from the top. Two, three, four.